Hi, it's Aya Wimala, and today is Sunday, September 27th, and I'm here at home. Just fed my squirrels, so they're happy. I don't think they'll be chirping at us. So, I missed everyone on Friday. I had a pre-recorded uh, video all set up to go, and then left home and forgot that I had done that and forgot to start it. So there must have been something about it that I wasn't quite sure about. So maybe it was a good accident. So I wanted to read something today from another monk, Ajahn Santachito. And it's also from Peace and Kindness, this little booklet that's probably no longer in print, but I've just fallen in love with it. With it. And um, before I read before I read a passage from that, which I think is really, again, it's just perfectly, the timing seems perfect for everything we're going through right now. But I wanted to tell you a good way. I've read this before, maybe not with this this group, but it's what are my intentions for today? And this is a good way to use our precepts as a way to just set intentions for the day and a good way to remember what those precepts are. And these are just our uh, basic standards for uh, moral, ethical behavior. But if we can really understand what they mean, what they mean to us, and how deeply we want to apply them, these are the kind of, uh, these precepts and being able to set them as our daily intentions can really get us on the right path to um, seeing the little things in our lives that might be causing us to have difficulties or making us not have the, the happiness and the, and the peace of mind that we really are searching for. So what are my intentions for today? On behalf of myself and all beings, I intend to refrain from consciously hurting anyone. I intend to refrain from overtly or covertly taking what is not mine. I intend to be sure that my speech is kind as well as true, and I intend to refrain from addictive behaviors that can that can confuse my mind and lead to heedlessness. So in a nutshell, these are four sentences that really uh, cover all of the precepts that we take and that anyone, anyone can read this and think, well, of course, that's how I'd like to be every day. So... Um, think about that just as a daily practice that can be that can be our intention for the day. We can remember it and then let it go, but it's activated within us. It's like turning a light on. So now I'd like to read to you. This is from the, an essay in this little book, little booklet. It's more than a booklet. And it's called Awakening the Compassionate Heart, and it's by Ajahn Santachito. And I'm just reading a, a part of it, three or four paragraphs, but it just 
it just seems to reach out from 30 years ago and touch us as deeply today as it as it did must have then to the people listening to him talk. So he's writing this essay. Uh, it's the talk he must have given on an Easter Sunday back in sometime in the 80s or nine uh, before 1990. So he's he refers to that at the very beginning, but we don't. I don't need to include that. It's interesting to reflect that what led the Buddha onward. I'm sorry. Let me turn up the volume. It's interesting to reflect that what led the Buddha onward in his search for enlightenment, that primary driving energy of compassion, was also present in the life of Christ. It was the concern for fellow humanity, the sharing of the reality of life with all of its insecurities, all of its pain and unsatisfactoriness. It seems that the more that individuals free themselves from the personal predicament, the more they are really in touch with the universal predicament. This is what brings up the response of compassion in the heart. When we realize that this apparent separateness between us is only illusory, then we can't help but allow our lives to be lived for the benefit of others. No longer can we just react in our habitual way for the sake of whatever pleasure or pain we may be experiencing. We become aware of a shared predicament, our shared humanity. And I find that it's this awareness of our shared humanity where we come in touch with the compassionate heart, usually without being aware of it at first. When we begin to appreciate what we have in common with those around us, then we realize that there are basically no boundaries, no ultimate separation. There is an interconnection which we can all be sensitive to and through which we can come in contact with each other. It's this theme of shared humanity which I find very relevant for our time, a time when we may be losing our sensitivity to it a time when the trials and tribulations of a very confused world may lead us to forget what we know. It's in this forgetfulness that we may live carelessly, but if one were to feel the call of the compassionate heart, there's a path one can take in daily life. One can see that there is always an opportunity to serve through being in touch, through remembering, Perhaps the very first step is to recognize our, our forgetfulness. Because until we are, we are in touch with the quality and nature of forgetfulness, then we're really not ready to remember. Sometimes the act of compassion may be just in recognizing one's own fear and anxiety, those things which come up in relationship to people we meet. Often we sweep such anxieties under the rug for the sake of being able to smile and put on a polite social act. But is this really giving something of value to the other person? It's difficult sometimes to convince ourselves otherwise, but I think it's worth having the courage 
to be more in touch with what our feelings genuinely are, to really be there with that anxiety, that worry, with that subtle fear and discomfort. Then we can begin to see what effect this is actually having upon our ability to communicate and to share. What this is pointing to is that the call of the compassionate heart is really one where living and serving in society and serving oneself through making one's life meaningful must come together. In Buddhism, we talk of this in the qualities of the Buddha, in whom compassion and wisdom are always interacting. Compassion alone can easily be drowned by the sorrow of humanity. One can easily be overwhelmed by the pain in the world. But wisdom acknowledges, comes into contact with pain and suffering, and allows it to be just as it is. And because it does allow the pain and suffering to be fully as it is, the clouds may clear a bit, and one can look through another's eyes and yet have a different perspective, maybe see what the opportunities are, what the way out might be. That's beautiful, and that's just not that many paragraphs. Um, So the world, I guess the world hasn't really changed that much since 1990. We're We're still recognizing that it's a confused world, a difficult world, and it's a difficult time. I think right now this time may actually be giving us more opportunities to to find ourselves and to be able to look at some of these things. We've been forced to slow down and to be more careful with everything that we do, to be more aware every day if we're, uh, you know, if we really need to go somewhere, if something's really important enough for us to take a risk of being around too many people. Uh, we have to we have to be thinking more about, I think, the way we live our lives. And uh, this, this forced awareness on us can be a, a wonderful thing. And it can be the thing that pushes us just a little bit more in the direction that we want to go, which is living a compassionate, full life. And being awake, being aware, is uh, one of the things we're definitely, hopefully, we're, we're learning. Not missing these beautiful lessons that are that the world is right now. So I have to leave a little bit early today, but I do want to do this the beautiful suit, the beautiful metas meditation. I'll do it a little bit faster today. I might leave out just a few sentences, but I think this is a beautiful metta practice. This is guided meditation on loving kindness. Stop for a few moments. That's what all of you are doing. Just use this as your permission to stop for a few moments. Sit quietly with a straight back and gently close your eyes. Feel the rhythm of the breath as it enters and leaves the body, allowing yourself to let go of past and future 
and come into the present moment being with exactly what is Feel the rhythm of your breath. Bring your attention to the feeling of the body, accepting it just the way it is, with kindness. Allow yourself to accept all the sensations and feelings of the body completely. Breathe in deeply with a sense of trust and well-being. Breathe out, letting go of tension, allowing any tightness to dissolve. Then focus on the normal breathing, just the feeling of breathing in, breathing out. Imagine yourself surrounded by light perhaps a golden-colored light, if you like gold. Being with the sensation of the body, breathing in, breathing out. Draw the light into the body as you breathe. Maybe through the nostrils, the heart, or the head. Imagine light saturating the body through every pore. Think to yourself, may this being be well, and turn the calming effect of the meditation towards this being. May this being be calm. Suffuse your whole body with the calm and kindly attention. Now let your awareness explore the body, moving around the head and the face, gradually down the neck, the back and the chest, spreading down through your arms, to your fingertips and down the rest of the trunk all the way down to each toe always drawing on the good energy of the breath expanding and embracing the heart Now, focusing more on the out-breath, let go of the memories, the grudges, the grievances. Let it all go. Begin again with each breath in, and let it go. Let those things go on the out-breath. Picture yourself in your mind's eye as you are right now. Make peace with this view of yourself through forgiveness, compassion, and gentleness. 
May this being be well. Suffuse this picture with gentle, warm light from the heart. Then let it go. Next, picture your parents. Let them into your mind. Make peace with their image. May you be well. Bathing them with soft light and with gratitude. Observe thoughts arising, memories of yourself as a child. Perhaps something painful or something you have never made peace with. Let it be in the mind, in the light. Then bring up an image of your daily situation, at home or wherever, with the people it involves. People you like or dislike, feel conflict with, love, fear, or worry for. May these beings be well. Put aside aversion, fear, worry, guilt, At the moment, allow yourself to be kind. Now think of someone you know who is having a difficult time. Send these feelings of kindness toward them. Breathe in light. Breathe out wishing them well. Gradually open up more and more from the people you see every day to nobody special. And even those for whom you have hardly a memory, recognize them all as human beings with ambitions, hopes, problems, anxieties, joy, just like you. Give them some life in your perceptions. And even more remote, acknowledge all the people you can conceive of in this world. This may be a faint feeling, but open up the heart. Allow them into consciousness to be felt. See what the mind does, how it reacts indignantly indignantly about some people. Let go of that indignation for this moment. Allow a sense of peace to envelop all beings. The liked, the disliked, familiar and unfamiliar. And then imagine the planet Earth as seen from space. Extend this sense of peace to the planet we live on, embracing it with your heart, surrounding it with light. Turning your attention to that sense of peace and light, allow it to expand outward without limit, letting the sense of me and the world dissolve in the stillness of the present.
Turning your attention, I'm reading this again, turning your attention to that sense of peace and light. Allow it to images arise. Let it be quite empty or full, choiceless, being illuminated by the soft light from the heart, light from the breath, warm, gentle, beginning, letting go, patient kindness. Gently come back to the rhythm of the breath. And if you're ready, you can slowly open your eyes. Or if you can continue to sit, just do that for at least a few more minutes just to sustain that beautiful feeling of peace and kindness and compassion. Have a beautiful day. I'll be with you on Tuesday. Thank you.